0: Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, guys. Hi.
2: Hello, Janet. Hello, Catherine. Hi. Hey.
0: <laughs> we had so much fun last week. So many people were laughing, saying they were like dying in their car. It was fun. Uh-oh, I don't remember shoot.
2: what happened last week. Refresh oh, my memory. I accidentally, oh,
0: we were as she found something on my my text oh, yeah, messages.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a good one.
1: That was fun. The best was my husband's response.
0: Oh, yeah. So, listen to this. So, we go out. Um, we had a double date last night. It was Ian, <laughs> Catherine, and her husband, Nick. Wow, I look like a grease ball. Okay.
2: You both um, look fantastic.
0: Th- that's very What's sweet. That? I have not brushed my hair today, as you can tell. Um, and so, uh Nick goes, I just need to bring something up at the dinner table. He goes, I feel very left out. Um, that I'm the only one that has not seen Ian's <laughs> penis.
1: <laughs> he had no idea until he listened. He saw like my little teaser on my thing and he was like, Wait, what? And so he went and listened. He came home, he was like, So you saw Ian's thing? And I was like, Yeah. Didn't you say pecker? Like, yeah, he said pecker. I don't know if we can use that word. Or not. <laughs> Yeah,
3: that was... <laughs> sure, let's, let's do it. Yeah,
1: so that's, a good been,
0: that's been like a, a, a running joke. And so at dinner last night, you know, <laughs> I was like, we were all laughing about it. Nick felt very left out. It's like
1: when it's brought up, like at the dinner table, I was like, I can't look at him. Like, I can't look <laughs> at Ian when we're talking about it. You know, it's very uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> can't get that angle out of your head.
2: Nope. Is he, Ian is he fine with it? He thinks it's all fun and games?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's like... Uh, he thinks, I love
2: a confident guy.
0: Yeah. He, he goes, when I was like, I'm podcasting to get today and he goes, have fun, you know, like what he, what he says, I'm like, go, go laugh or have fun. Like he doesn't mind that we kind of crack jokes or good. Cause it's like, he knows it's all in fun. And he, you know, he said, it's, it's nice to hear you laugh. Like sometimes he's downstairs when I'm recording. So right. he's like, it's really sweet to hear you laugh
1: when we laugh oh. that hard, you know, did he text <laughs> that day? Yeah. He was like, I hear a lot of laughing up there. I was like, oh if you Well, know. if you only knew what was going on. Yeah.
2: How um, would you feel, Catherine, if your husband saw Janice's boobs?
1: He, probably he has.
2: has. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> well, so much for my double standard theory. It
1: doesn't bother me. I'm g i am i guarantee you he has. Here's the deal. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he <sighs> I mean, I don't know
0: if I don't sure. think he has,
2: but like How would he see them?
1: Yeah. I mean I don't know. She's she's just kind of, you know. No, probably not. I mean, pictures. I've definitely I had pictures of like from your augmentation and stuff and on you my showed phone. Him? No, I didn't oh, show Oh, okay.
2: Him. Okay.
1: I didn't show them though. But I mean, I just feel like it would not bother me in the least. Had he even said, <laughs> "Can I touch your boobs?" <laughs> After the <laughs> breast augmentation, I probably wouldn't have even cared.
3: Really? Oh, see, really? Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. I mean, I'm not saying I want him to go touch them, but it just, no, that wouldn't bother me. Stop. Really? Everyone wanted to touch her boobs after. But everyone like, wants to touch new boobs. <laughs> Look at Mark. His face is
2: so. I was fascinated by that. I don't think that <laughs> but, would you know uh, though, go everyone in my wanted house. To
1: touch them. Yeah, but not like a husband's. Well, no, I'm not saying he wanted to touch them. I'm just saying it, that wouldn't bother me. I'm, I'm just that. If you the point. would not
0: care if my if your husband went like this on my boots. I'm not like, his was there,
1: hands. I <laughs> I like that. We also talked about I don't care if they goes to a strip club.
2: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> Mark-
1: <a little> <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> I'm a lot of a dude. I'm sorry. I'm kind of like in those ways, I'm kind of a dude.
0: Do you well. Nick listens to this podcast, so now I need to fear for my boobs no, when I see him I mean, next, because he's going
1: to come like right up to me. <laughs> <totally>.
2: Permission granted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I <laughs> I guess I shouldn't. No, well, that's I mean good. I think that's healthy, Catherine. You're not jealous at all. You don't. You don't have that in you.
1: I mean, yes, I have it in me, and I had it with like an ex, but with him, I don't. Why? because I just, I trust him. I don't think it would ever lead to anything. I don't, I trust you and I trust him.
0: Yeah. But like, I trust you and I would never want you to touch.
1: I mean, I am not t- t- touching <laughs> anything. Let's just be straight with that. But you
0: you see what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I trust people. Like I trust you, Mark and you Ethan. but I don't think your wives would want you touching my breasts.
2: I can confirm that.
1: <laughs> Every woman hates me right now. Let me just take it back. No,
0: that's say, your truth. That's your truth.
2: No,
1: I don't
0: think so. I think My wife would different.
2: be totally fine with it. My wife has no problem with it.
1: Okay, see? There you go. I mean, if I'm like there the and it same. literally is like, hey, I got new boobs, and it's like, oh, cool. Like, that just wouldn't, it doesn't seem sexual. It doesn't seem- that It's not sexual.
2: Exactly. It does yeah. not bother me. Okay, how about this? Uh, I don't know your husband. Does he work in an office situation?
1: Mm, no. He like goes to the, he, who, yeah, he has an I, office, I, but he. I see where you're
2: going with this. So. I don't Okay. Know. But so he's in an office that he's with, he's at work. Yeah. One of his coworkers, younger female, got new boobs and he felt them in a non-sexual way. I would and have told problem you about with that. It. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Just check it. So it's
0: just me it. you don't have a problem with.
1: Again, if I was there.
2: Yeah. And it was someone else required. that I
1: trusted. I don't trust girls.
0: No, I mean, girls the or whatever, worst. but
1: I trust you. So that wouldn't bother me.
0: Okay. So, okay. So it's just the people that you trust. So it's like the random, like you said, the random girl at the office and he's like, oh, I felt her boobs. You'd be like, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that feels better
2: to me. Does
1: it make everyone else feel more
0: comfortable? I like that a little bit better. Okay. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I get that. He's you're, you're there awesome. and it's your friend. You're well, kind of coordinating the and situation. And it's just
1: like a, I mean, not like in a sexual way again. But
2: that was the office thing wasn't sexual either.
1: We'll see. How would I know?
2: Okay, good point. Okay. I wouldn't that's know true. that it wasn't. You I don't know what think, her mindset is or his mindset yeah. at the time. J- Jana would have to initiate that though. She'd have to say, Do you want to touch them? I think if he said, Oh, you got your boobs then? Can I, I, can I, I just give him a squeeze? Like, I kind mean, of
1: understand their relationship. This is not that far. Yeah. Like he's he's made comments about
0: my boobs, but he's like my brother. Like he's literally my brother. He's like my
1: brother. So it's not I mean, weird. And that's the only reason it would yeah. be kind of weird because it's like your brother touching your boobs. but... Yeah. No, that. that <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. But like,
0: you know, it's like when he makes comments, he doesn't say them in like a sexual way. It's yeah. just like tell my no, wife to yeah. get those yeah. or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, what
4: Let's
0: else get off can we talk about? The, that subject. Um, we were
2: talking last night though about
0: grocery store flowers.
1: Oh, this is there's a the good transition. One.
0: Do does your wife like grocery store flowers?
2: Now, it's funny you say that because I have purchased grocery store flowers in the last four hours. Oh, really?
0: Does she like them? My wife's
2: birthday is today.
0: Oh. And you got them at the grocery store?
2: Yeah, but I didn't have a big Ralph's label on them. So what I did was um, I've been instructed to not buy any more vases because we have 30 vases. We don't need any more vases. So Mm -hmm. when I go to the grocery store instead of the florist, because I wanted to do it at six in the morning. Mm. I went to the grocery store because I wanted to do it before she... So when she woke up, I wanted it to be a bouquet of flowers on her bedside table and a box of chocolate-covered strawberries and her drink from Starbucks.
1: That's sweet. So
2: I went and did that at 6 o'clock this morning. And so I just got two big bouquets from Ralph's. No, it was Albertsons, Let's you know, to be accurate. And then I put (laughs) them in one of our vases, and then I had that next to the bed. So that's why I bought the grocery store flowers.
1: The vase.
0: Okay. I... I like that. And that's what I said last night, because at first I'm like, I'm not big on grocery store flowers. Like I think, but I love getting any kind of flowers. Like flowers are great. Like, You can pick them from the, the, um, the freaking garden outside. Like I'm cool with that. Where my issue lies is that if you get me grocery store flowers and then you, you then make me have to put it in a vase and cut it and do all the work.
1: Oh, I see. Like still in the paper wrapped up in yeah. the grocery store.
0: Like, yes. and, and then <laughs> we were talking about last night too, cause Ian, he's so sweet. But like, there was just, they were just laying on the counter and I'm like, how do I know they're for me? Like, I don't know. Like his mom was in town and like, you know, and so, and he's like, who, who would they be for? Like, who else would they be for? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to like make up that they're for me. Like you didn't come walking in being like, here, babe, I got you flowers. He's like, well, like, but I got them for you. And they're on the table. I'm like, well, how do I know they're like, they're mine. And then, you know, and then we kind of started going in the topic of grocery store flowers. Yeah. Oh, I've gotten lots of grocery store flowers. I don't care really where they're from. I just don't want to do the work. If you do get them from the grocery store,
1: put them in the vase like Mark did. Yeah, I okay, mean that was that was a good presentation. Yeah,
2: thank you. You like flowers the presentation of it. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: And I do like them to come and be like, like you know. So, so Ian, he then takes the. So the, he did it again with an orchid. There was an orchid sitting there in the in the. Uh, it was just really cute, and I was just like, oh, "Babe, what are, what are these?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I got you flowers." And I was like. Oh, okay. Thanks. I was like, I, I was like, I just didn't know they were for me. And that's when he goes into the whole, like, well, how do you like, of course they're for you. Like, this is your house and they're flowers. And I was like, well, I don't know. And so then he takes them and he walks and he goes, honey, I'm home. And I've brought you beautiful (laughs) flowers from, from the store. Here are these new beginning orchids for you. And I'm like, oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Well, there may be a happy medium (laughs) between that and just tossing them on the counter. There might be somewhere in between. Yeah. Yeah, Like
0: just like, I don't know. I like, am I crazy for thinking that?
2: no yeah. i agree what about off-ramp flowers huh yeah. well that might be unique oh, to southern ramp. california but when you're out here and you get off the freeway especially around valentine's day there's guys there at the exit ramp selling you flowers so if you got 10 mm-hmm. bucks on you or five bucks on it you, you can toss that to them they'll give you the flowers it's the least possible effort a guy can do
1: oh we don't have that option here
0: i will just say any effort is amazing so like any, okay. that's why I think like them just cutting him from a garden or go, like, I think any flowers are great. Having said that, I still eventually, you know, maybe once a year have the nice,
1: like. Well, I think grocery store flowers seems like an afterthought. You're at the grocery store and you get flowers. But I think in their defense, they said, "No, like you should see that I'm thinking about you. I'm at the grocery store and I got you flowers." See, that's how I see it. I oh, don't I see, see it, as it as an afterthought.
2: See, I don't
0: see it as an afterthought. I think I cuz like why would you go to this grocery store to get gro- grocery store flowers because, unless you remark that you needed <laughs> them that early. Yeah. It's exam. It's
2: literally the only thing I bought.
0: Yeah. So it's like that makes sense to me, but like they're they're not they're going to the grocery store to get hummus and carrots that's and steak. Saying. So it seems like an afterthought. <laughs> no, that's sweet that they're and then been like, oh, and now I'm going to get something for my wife like, to make her smile.
1: Well, that's what they were saying. But I feel like we weren't agreeing with
0: that. <laughs> yeah, you, you thought... That it, and was I, just me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we di- agree to disagree.
2: <laughs> what about the argument that flowers are silly. They're just going to die in a couple of days. We shouldn't be wasting. Because they're very expensive. We that's shouldn't be wasting all this argument, money on honestly. flowers.
1: I don't love flowers. I just like
0: well, them every once discussion. in a
1: while.
2: We also have had the discussion of no more greeting cards. We don't buy each other greeting cards anymore. Because they're, they're, they're really quite expensive. Uh, you know, they're like eight bucks nowadays for a greeting card and you're just going to throw it out in a couple of days or a couple of weeks. We've decided no more greeting cards. If we want to give each other a handwritten note, that's fine. But no more greeting cards. Yeah. yeah I'm do like,
0: that too. I'm, I'm the, I have, I like handwritten notes.
2: Yes. That's my agreed. favorite
0: thing. I love that so much. I mean, I can't even see in my mirror because Ian writes me stuff on my, my mirror, like almost every day. So it's sweet. steam? Well, you can steam. still see it, but it's, a, he sharp, he sharpies it. Or, like, he, what's that called? Like a a magic or like a a dry dry erase marker marker on the mirror. It's it's
3: there forever. (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't undo it. No, but like, I love that. Like the little notes and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, cards, it's like, meh, like someone else is writing those words. Like, you should. I
1: like them remember when it. I gave you that gift and the, the greeting card was still in there, but I forgot to do anything oh, with it. Yeah. You're like, you can have this back and give it to somebody else. Yeah. She put a card in my- I just forgot.
0: And then didn't even write anything in it. So <laughs> I was like, name. here you go. <laughs> Sorry.
2: I've never thought of dry erase on a mirror. I'm going to have to do that. It's Valentine's Day is coming up.
1: Well see?
0: Yeah. I so know. when she goes to bed, go in there. Because I mean, on my one mirror, I mean, he wrote me this long thing in the middle of my mirror. And I, I woke up, I just remember walking in and being like, that's so sweet. Like you would, again, like you wouldn't, th- I would never have thought of that.
2: No, I like it. I'm going to, I might, I might it's have like to try that. I got to test it first and make sure uh, I'm not ruining the mirror. Off. Here's another trick. You take like a, like a little bit of oil or like a little bit of butter. And then you write it on the mirror the night before and yeah. it's, you can't see it. It'll be clear. And then when she it's takes steam. a shower, it'll look like someone came into the room and wrote it in <laughs> the steam. And she'll think there's a ghost in the house. It's really oh. <laughs>
0: It's terrifying.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day.
0: (laughs) There's a ghost in your house. Oh, man. Wow. Well, pivoting to a different conversation, we've got a really cool guest coming on. Um, He's an author. He has a book called Love Unfudged on Amazon today. Um, but I'm super excited to hear a story and, um, yeah, it's about getting your relationship crap together. Love is patient. Love is blind until it's not. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited to get on, on, I'm super excited to get him on. So let's take a break and then let's meet Gary.
5: Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander heritage month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Mave. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's dot com or in store.
0: Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I can't hear you. There Hello.
4: Was that, a, was that a fake english accent
0: i have the worst accents ever and i apologize i know for i was gonna
4: say that i was gonna say that it was it's absolutely terrible <laughs> um, oh, oh, and you're persistent <laughs> i love your relentlessness though that's good
0: um but i love your accent my goodness I'm, gracious yeah i've
4: been working on it a long time wor- i've been working on together. it a long
0: time like i just that's like right. god do you hate it when people do what i just did yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love
0: it. that's fantastic tough love love I it love, tough love um because wait where are you from originally
4: glasgow scotland
0: okay so i went to a friend's wedding in port patrick
4: all right okay and we say it yeah. in this
0: we flew into glasgow
4: right actually you say it like like glasgow so it's like glas Glasgow, Glasgow, Glasgow. Um, I actually gave you the whole thing there too. You should be practicing that. Glasgow,
0: Glasgow, Glasgow, Glasgow. I I didn't get a chance to go to Glasgow, um, but I I want to go back because I I tell you what, that was. I mean, you know this because you're from there, but that was the most beautiful country I have ever been to.
4: Yeah, it's pretty stunning, and Glasgow's a great city for visiting.
0: Yeah, Lots I mean, of stuff to do. It's like stunning but um okay but i want to i want to get into you know you're, you're very big obviously in the self-help um motivational you've got your book out called love unfit um where like what was your journey with relationships to get to writing those books
4: oh um <clears throat> so it was kind of like the other way for me so uh a lot of people get into the personal development work from sorting something out in the life um i actually was the other way i i was kind of like a student of the method of like philosophy and so I, i got into it that way like trying to understand what was going on and then uh using that in my life like seeing how the philosophy actually works um so the book is less based on my experience even though there's little bits of it in there it's more like um it's more like this kind of, feel like, like a pathway for people, like a philosophical pathway, like, um, which I use in my life. I use it daily, you know, and there's nothing in that book that's not real for me. It's all real. I use it. I talk that way. I live that way. Um, and I'm not going to say, oh, that's the key to having a great relationship, but it certainly makes mine a lot more workable. Let's put it that way.
0: So what is the thing that you and your wife do that you think is kind of like the the key? I mean, I know you said there isn't a key, but um, what is like a few things that like makes y'all's relationship work?
4: I don't expect her to be any way other than the way she is and vice versa. Like who the hell am I to tell her the way she should be? Mm. (laughs) She's our own person. Um, So I don't, that I have no expectation of my wife. She doesn't, she just as long as she's kind of around, that's good. Uh You know, I don't, if she's in a pissy mood or something, that's fine. It's It's like, that's
0: her mood. Don't, don't, you know, take that on,
4: you know, like, and I don't even do that with my children, but I've got a lot of space for my wife to be herself. Mm. And, 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 and authentically just be herself. Like not, she doesn't have to be any way with me. And, um, You know, that's the same with her. Like she doesn't, there's no like, you need to be this way so that I can be this way or you need to be that way so that I can be that way. We don't have that dynamic. I'm not saying we haven't had that dynamic, but we don't have that dynamic any longer. Um, And that's a big part of it. It's letting go of how people are supposed to be and actually loving the person they are.
0: What do you think is like the biggest mistake that couples make?
4: That it's supposed to be 50-50. Okay,
0: explain that.
4: That's an illusion. It's just how nonsense. so. Well, <clears throat> if you just think of the notion, right? Think of like philosophically, how that would set up, right? Just think of like two people, 50-50. Mostly the way human beings work is I'm 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 basically gonna just sit and observe you and make sure you're doing your 50. So that's where all my complaints are. That's when we start talking about my needs aren't being met, which is a whole other thing, by the way, because whatever needs you have as a human being are are often um, stuff you haven't reconciled for yourself from your own past that maybe you need to do a little bit of work on, which is okay. Um, It's not like those things aren't real. They're real. But it just makes it really challenging when you make that your partner's problem, like something they've got in now you know, it's not that they can't work you with it through it or support you with it or anything like that. Of course they can't, but when they have to start, you know, like twisting their arms through the back of the leg and stuff to try and, you know, meet you where you are, you just got to constantly, I mean, that's going to be the place where you're going to, your relationship's going to live and die. Um, So to be in a relationship requires you to kind of be introspective a lot of the time. Which is sometimes challenging because we live in a dynamic of blame, you know. So we live in this, oh, you did, and then I didn't. And like I said, it's not like I'm walking about on air. I've, I've, I've had that relationship. It was terrible. It was horrible, and um, and it didn't work. It just didn't work. It, it was unworkable. It was constantly, oh, you need to. No, no, no. I did, and then you need to. So we just end up in this your relationship becomes more of a judgment and observation than actually what is it that makes this thing work or could make it work or make it work great for you. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. So then what do you need to do then?
4: Yeah. It's really, it, at the beginning, it's kind of confronting. You know, it, it's, in fact, it's very confronting um, because you start to see all the things you have been doing that make it not work it's hard to see yourself in a dynamic of a of a partnership because their eyes are on you and your eyes are on them. Mm. So it's really hard to see yourself. You're too busy defending yourself, you know, and, and your little bit of territory, you know, and, and again, you know, like that's why a, a lot of the kind of advice and stuff that's out there about it is organized around that. So it's all about tips and tricks on how to make, this kind of territory thing work. <clears throat> and um, it's, it's never, I mean, I believe anyway, like all the good transformational work you, you do, all the kind of work you do on yourself as a human being, the really good stuff is really hard.
3: Mm.
4: Like it's not easy, you know, it's just not, but it's so worthwhile. It opens up so many pathways for you, so many realizations, so many like, oh my gosh, because, you know, whether we like it or not as human beings, when each of us is around, life has a certain flavor. You know, we're not a blank canvas, Mm -hmm. we're a something, right? And we've become a something. And it would be a little naive to think that that something isn't playing out in your relationship in a negative way. Mm
1: -hmm. So you basically then are just focusing on yourself
4: absolutely you have to you have to you have to like if you at least to get your get your kind of feet on the ground Mm -hmm. like you know to get yourself set about what this thing's about there's no guarantee that that'll make your relationship work um and i actually talk about that in this book i actually talk about how to split up right which seems like the antithesis of every relationship book but not mine um but i wanted people to really understand like um, you have to get your feet set about you, who you are, what you're about, how you'll undermine, how you'll that, how you'll sabotage what's good. Um, and and then like start to come to terms with. If you think of a relationship, right? Like, there's, it's kind of like a a spoken and unspoken agreement between two people, right? So there's things that we when we're in a relationship we don't necessarily have to talk about that but we both know that that's a no right there's things like that right and then there's things that we've talked about but what we never do is is deal with the agreement that we're going to have to make with ourselves because we know what we do right yeah. we know like oh yeah this is the thing that i'll get and that won't go well
3: mm-hmm.
4: and we try and overcome it so and <clears throat> in, the, in the book i talk you through like there's a point where you have to get to the agreement with yourself. And when you're there, you're actually grounded and able to make an agreement with somebody else. You're actually in a spot where you can say, you know, I can actually, I can do this, right? It's not like, Oh God, I hope, <laughs> I hope this thing turns out. Um, it's really about um, kind of getting yourself settled down. And and, and it's not Pollyannish, like there's bits in the book where I do say, if your relationship fundamentally isn't working, you need to face that truth. You need to stop pretending and come to terms with it. That. So,
0: that's something that I was going to bring up to you because I have a lot of, I, I got divorced last year. Um, yeah. And, you know, I have a lot of people reach out to me saying, like, when did you know enough was enough? And it's like, you yeah. know, I went through seven years of just back and forth hell and trauma and abuse and, you know, affairs. And it's like, it's so hard because when you hear someone saying that they're going to change, and they're gonna yeah. be a different version. It's it's hard to not be like, well, shoot, I don't want the next person to get the change version that I've like waited for. And right. then like after so many times, it's like it's so hard to leave. But I feel like when you do leave, like that is when you truly start to notice, like, oh wow, like that wasn't normal, or now I've you know, right. I feel lighter here. Like you don't realize how much like weight the relationship is like holding on you.
4: Yeah. I mean, you'll get a lot of relief for sure, mm-hmm. right? But if you just use your example there, which is a brilliant example, because that's exactly what people say to themselves. Mm -hmm. You have to get through this process of convincing yourself. Mm -hmm. And then there's a point in that when you realize this convincing is just BS. Yeah. Right. But, But that's not true just about relationships. This is what people do in life. Right. We tolerate. We put up with because we feel as if we can overcome it.
0: Yeah. Or we can but, change it. You know, like we well, are capable that. of changing someone's choices and behaviors.
4: There's definitely a part of that. But if you look in the background of the way people work, if you kind of get, you would think, well, this is, I'm in something right now that's terrible for me, right? Like this is terrible. What you're really more afraid of is the alternative.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Being it's alone. Not, yeah. It's
4: not this, it's like that. Mm hmm right like whatever that is which is a fundamental fear for people it's a fear of the uncertain Mm -hmm. right of the unknown because you're exposed and you're vulnerable and you're kind of loose you know people people hate that experience so by and large people will stay in situations that fundamentally do not work for them for little more than the knowledge that at least they know it Mm -hmm. and they'll grind that up like sometimes like in complete misery right in complete misery and you have to get like the the kind of internal noise that one has about that when you're in it it's a lot of convincing it's a lot of yeah button it's a lot of you know well you have to really you know so it gets complex and that internal noise it gets complex it gets layered it takes a while before you're kind of like whoa wait a minute here no this is not good for me. This is, and I, you know, so a lot of what I do with people is provide them with the kind of work and the kind of thinking that lets them, if that's the kind of situation that are in, they'll get to that realization quicker, mm-hmm. certainly quicker.
0: Yeah. That's, that's so hard, but you're so right. Like I remember, you know, when my friends are all like, okay, Jana, like enough is enough. Mm-hmm. The alternative right. is like, well, I don't want anyone around my kids and, you know, I don't want to have to split holidays and I don't want to be alone and no one's going to, who's, who's, who the heck's going to want to be with me? I've got two kids. I'm divorced. Like, you know, I, there's all that's like, I don't want to be alone forever. And right I think those fears are, and I'm like, I don't want to date. I don't want to like, and mostly it was, you know, 90% of it. Well, I'd say 80 it was like, you know, no, no, 90, like not being with my kids, you know, and just like right. someone else being around them. And Like that alternative sucked, but I mean, you're right. It's like, you just have to realize, and I don't know, do you, do you like the quote when, when people say like, they're showing you who they are, so believe them or no?
4: I think, I think we're all, look, here's what relationships do. Whether we like it or not, this is what's so. When when you get two people together, Mm -hmm. whatever's unresolved from their own past is going to come up,
3: Mm
4: -hmm. right? It's coming up. And you can't, it's like trying to keep a beach ball under the, under the water. You can't. Right. So whatever you haven't resolved for yourself. I talk about this in the book. Most relationships start out as a solution to something mm. for the people involved. So it's a solution to something. And 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 the vast majority of the time, it's some personal item with themselves that they've never quite been able to resolve, that they see this other person and it seems to fit. It's like, oh my gosh. That's why we talk about the one, because there's something about them that takes care of this, whatever this is currently missing. Okay. Once you get in a relationship, you realize that it's not filled at all. That thing isn't taken care of. In fact, it's still there. But it's now going to play out between two people. You know, whether we like it or not, you know, we are, we are very much driven by what's in the background of our minds, not what's in the foreground. That's why... Determination couldn't see you through that. Like it couldn't. Because quote unquote, the truth will out, right? Um, and it's an unresolved truth. In relationships, um, people will do really, really, really shitty things, mm-hmm. like, like just really shitty things, they'll do them. Um, from my perspective and the work that I do it would be really easy just for me to go, well, that makes you a terrible person and that, and that. No, I tend to look at like, wow, how come you ended up there? Like what the heck happened that you landed on that spot and that's how you see life and that's how you treat people and that's how you interact with others. And that's how you handle things like love and trust and, you know, and integrity and loyalty and like, whoa, <laughs> you know, Um, I'm fascinated by that because I, we're not. We're not fully conscious of how we end up where we're at. We just know we're there, mm-hmm. and um, that's not to let anybody off the hook or make excuses for people. It's not about that at all. In fact, you know, you're going to have to deal with yourself and deal with the consequences of not only who you are but who you've been. But at the same time, you know, it's 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 definitely a fascinating thing when. When you actually try it back in your own life and say, How the heck? Because we with no clear, with no clear direction in our head, like I'm just going to be this kind of person and that kind of person. We just kind of weave our way through it. And a lot of my work is doing that with people is having you fundamentally and profoundly connected to your own machinery in a way that that actually resonates with you and gives you the power to make different choices in your own life Mm
3: -hmm.
0: what like now okay so now that i'm in i'm in a new relationship now do you yeah do you ever tell anyone like these are certain red flags to look out
4: for in a new relationship no no that's that's a red flag
1: Asking about a red flag because it's about you, yeah. not the other one. That's what yeah. you're saying. You have to think about yourself, talk about yourself. That's not- a red
4: flag. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the pro- a big problem here you'll have. Hey there. Did
5: you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Mave. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA Scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online, or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store.
0: Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals mother's milk comes in. Mother's milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus it's caffeine free. Learn more about mother's milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash mother's milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
4: You won't after I tell you this, but thank God we're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is what an awful lot of people do. They use the last thing as some kind of template for the next thing. Mm-hmm. So whatever the last thing was, it gets to live on here. Mm-hmm. And it gets to live on. Like you'll, you'll always find an evidence. And this is part of the work you do on yourself. Like, am I getting a clear look at this? Or is this some kind of coloring from the past that's at play here? Um, what, what you'll wrestle with at the beginning is something called trust, right? And again, in the book, like what is, what, what is trust, right? Like What is it? Um, and when you trust somebody, what are you looking at? What are you relying on? And when they ask you to trust them, what are they relying on? Which is not the same. They're relying on something else. So when I, if I say to you, trust me, I'm, I'm saying that to you, and I've got a certain gauge for what that is and isn't. If you're somebody who's listening to that, you're playing by a different set of rules when it comes to trust than than I am, even though we are talking about the same thing. So that's why getting complete with the past is so important for all human beings. When I say getting complete, just getting settled with. And how you can tell you're settled with something is there's zero emotional attachment to it, like nothing, right? And you can get there, right? It's not rocket science. You can get there. It's a process of acceptance and letting go of judgment and, you know, kind of getting somebody's humanity without necessarily, it's not, again, it's never about letting them off the hook. It's never about, in fact, it's got nothing to do with the dynamic of blame. It's if it's somebody who's interested in having something be complete in such a way that you can move on. Um, No, your new relationship should be all about what you're creating. Well, see, that's
0: where I'm like, where like, because you brought up a good word, like sabotage, because I have tried in the beginning to sabotage it just because I'm like, I just got out of a relationship where I couldn't trust a man or like, of course, I'm like, of course, this new man's going to cheat and lie Mm -hmm. and be right. you know gas you know gaslight and be, have mean words like of course like it's all sweet right. now the honeymoon phase I'm like you're going to end up just doing the same thing and he's like right you can't he's like I'm not your ex and I'm like well I don't know that right. and then I just sabotage right. it and then he's like stop right. trying to push me away
4: right so so when you so I'll use again it's a really common thing right so it's more human than you would think right it's not necessarily you it's more like this is what human beings do but <clears throat> If you look at like the things that you say, right? Of course you're going to do this, and of course you're going to do that, and of course you're going to do this, and then you're going to be go like this because like everybody else and da, da da In that moment when you're saying those things, what way would you say you are? You're being what? Bitchy. Yeah. Okay. Good. But I'm protecting
0: right? myself. Like I think I'm like I'm well, so afraid.
4: You got to watch that. You can't. No, you can't, go. you can't go there. Well, See, I don't think I'm like
0: deserving of it too. So it's like, because of my past yeah, and like my history. Well, yeah. It's, it's like
4: psychological. It's very psychological. You'll end up down a tunnel.
3: Uh-huh.
4: You just got to look in that moment. You're being cynical. Uh, okay. Right now in this relationship with this person in that moment, you're being cynical. Okay. So now you're going to get the results called cynical.
0: I got to Google cynical because I, like, I know the word, but I don't actually know what it means.
4: <laughs> right. It's kind of like, like dismissive and okay. yeah. like, you know, matter what it's somebody insane. does or says, it's always like, yeah, but got yeah, it. you don't, yeah. you know, second cynicism. So, okay. and, and it's a fundamental state for all of us about various things. But in that moment, when you're being that way, with your partner, you're now being cynical, mm. right? Even though you would profess to say, I love you. Right now I'm being cynical, Mm -hmm. so I'm bringing cynicism to the table. Which again, okay, that's fine. As long as you know that's what you're bringing to the table. See, what you were gonna say was, here's why I'm cynical. That'll actually make no difference in the quality of your relationship. Understanding that you're being cynical will make a difference in the quality of your relationship. Now you might have concerns, Mm-hmm. you might have worries, mm-hmm. you might have things on your mind, you might have fears, mm-hmm. and it would be entirely appropriate for if they're there for you, if your partner's open to you having that kind of conversation in that moment, that you would be able to vocalize those. Mm-hmm. But more like, here's what's rattling around in my cage, rather than, yeah, but you, mm-hmm. you understand the difference? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm getting like, this is what I wrestle with as a human being. Right. Like I'm being, and it's important that you understand what you're wrestling with. It's important that you know, like, you know, yeah, I wrestle with that. Like that's a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to offer you something for you personally. Are you are you open for me to give you Please. You a I'm
0: open to any and all, any and
4: all. All right. All right. There's some unresolved thing about you about being loved and lovable from being a kid. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it was, but you had that kind of experience like you're just not loved or known or appreciated, something like that.
3: Yeah.
0: No, and for sure. I mean, that's the bit. Manifesting
4: my- mm-hmm. over and over and over. And so it manifests in the ways and the people you choose to share your life with and in some ways. But then in other ways, if someone shows up in your life who's not that way, mm-hmm you'll diminish their love for you Mm. because they they can't coexist with what you fundamentally believe to be true. Mm -hmm.
3: Does
4: that make sense? It does. Yeah. Right. I don't want to sound like I'm some kind of freaking psychic or something because I'm not. Um, But I do want you to know, like we are very much driven by what's in the background of our thoughts, Mm -hmm. not by what's in the fore, not by a logic.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: There's like a, there's like the logic you would say, and then there's the logic that drives here.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: right? So as uncomfortable as it is to hear, any relationship you've been in has been no accident,
3: mm-hmm.
4: right? It's been something you've been, um, whether you're conscious of this or not, doesn't matter. It's something you've been available for,
3: mm-hmm.
4: even though you might not want it. Yeah. You're available for it. Mm-hmm. So I would invite you to try on that the work that if I were you, that I'd be interested in doing would be like getting to the heart of that experience yourself not being loved.
3: Because
4: mm-hmm. that that's what will cause more damage than anything. In fact, I would assert has caused the most damage we have.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, that's one thousand percent. I mean, even to this day, like you know, I know you. I love. It. <laughs> no, I mean it's so true because I mean even to this day, it's like I'm still trying to get the love from my ex-husband who hates me, you know? And I'm like, well, why right. do you hate me? You're the one that ruined it. It's right. like, I'm still trying to get love from people that, you know, <clears throat> but it all stems back to my father because he left and I was unloved, love, you know, like the little girl. And like, I know, right, I right. know all that, but I can't. No, no, you
4: don't. No, you don't. No, but you don't.
0: But I know it, so, but I don't believe that like I am. No, lovel- so it's like. No, so when he <laughs> left,
4: when he left, right? And your dad left. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm going to rock you now. So, so put your freaking seatbelts on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So how old were you when he left?
0: Well, he started to be absent when I was five, um, but he officially left the family when I was 13.
4: All right. And then. Between the ages of five and 13, would he come and go?
0: Yeah, I just felt like he was always angry and I would want to like have that like, dad, dad, but like he never answered me back. And so it just felt like, because he wasn't really like, and now we have a great relationship, but I just, he wasn't present. And I just, he was always very angry and I was scared of him.
4: What did you make that mean?
0: Oh, that I'm not a good girl, that I'm not worth it. I'm not lovable. I'm not. No, it's
4: too, you got to sit with me a minute. You got to think for a sec. Uh-huh. it's too flippant
0: too flippant um right. so i need you to I need you
4: to kind of be with me for a moment okay just be with me for a moment yeah right? I, can. I want you to kind of put yourself back then like just let your thoughts go back to some of those incidents because some of them are more alive than others mm-hmm. like i remember the time when right you you've got a couple of those mm-hmm. in mind right yeah why you have those in mind by the way because they were pivotal. hmm So, you have a memory of that moment, but you also have all the emotional attachment to that moment, and it's still here. Mm -hmm. So, if I talk to you about that moment, you start to share with me that moment, all of those experiences will be right. You'll feel like you're there, Mm -hmm. right? As as it falls out of your mouth. Yeah. So, I want you to kind of recollect one of those moments. You don't even have to tell me, okay? Mm -hmm. That's when you recollect the moment. It can be in the presence of the moment. Like that moment that you remember when he, And you, and and the earliest one you can remember, just the first one, like, yeah, I was probably blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting or standing or, you know, where were you? And what do you remember about what was going on around you? And he said, da, da, da. And you had said, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, what did you say to yourself?
0: I'm not safe.
3: Good.
4: Good job. Which still rattles around in your cage. That's why you're so um, independent. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, fiercely independent. You're not easy to love. No, <laughs> you're hard to love. Yeah, <clears throat> because so you're so uh, robust. So you know, so if you you're a challenge for somebody to love, and yet your fundamental complaint is, I'm not loved. I'm not safe. I'm not loved you know how I knew that was the words? Like you said, I'm not safe. you know why I knew that was it? Because it's not sophisticated. It's simple. Mm-hmm. That's what a kid would say to themselves. Now, you see how like right now, you're fucking cages You Get that? You're doing great. You're doing great. Let it all up. Yeah. Let all up. Let all that shit up. It's good. This is good stuff for you.
0: Oh, I just oh I just hate it because I don't want it to ruin. Like I don't want to not be lovable because that's all I want is love.
4: <laughs> that's all the independence. That's all the independence talking right now. Yeah. Like let it just let it be. Yeah. Don't wrestle with it. Just let it be. Just let it be. Let it be itself. You don't have to f- make that be any other way than the way that it is. Uh see the wrestling with something like that is actually what keeps in existence so if i keep wrestling with that i'm not enough i'm living a life of i'm not enough if i let it be itself if i give it a little bit of room for itself i'm not defined by it so but this is the sort of work that you need to do you need to you need to you need to kind of do that work to kind of peel back some layers and deal with your own sentence. See, that's why my relationship book, it's not about fucking getting along with somebody else. That's part of it. Mm. But it's like, who is in this relationship? Well, and your relationship is, I'm not safe, so back the fuck off. That's who's in your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And it's been in your relationship and it's pushed people away who said they did love you. Right. right? Yeah. So then that's out and what, lo- and then, and then, but again, it, it's funny. This is this kind of cycle of, I dealt with this in my uh, second book, book was called uh, wise. No, that, that was my book. It was called uh, stop doing that. Sh- and I break down like what your self-sabotage is really all about, like what it actually is doing and why it does what it does. And unless you fully understand it, You'll just live a life of being run by it. It'll run you. And you'll get so focused on your circumstances that you won't see what's running it. So if you think, like, if my internal mechanism, so part of mine is I'm not smart enough. Mm. Right? That's part of my internal mechanism. Now, I'm, I'm a New York Times best-selling author. Mm-hmm. And my internal mechanism is I'm not smart enough. So... I had to really recognize what was at play in my life before I could ever even write a book. But that never goes away. It comes up. It shows up. And it starts to kind of influence my decisions and my thoughts mm-hmm. if I don't take responsibility for it. Because it will it's, again, something from when I was a kid that I learned that I would now have to overcome to make it in this life. You get why it's there. It's more survival than we'd like to imagine. Yeah. But, but the background noise, it's not you. It's automatically what's there with you. Why you got moved by that is because you started to see, really see what that life has actually been like for you. Mm-hmm the life of that noise and that's what you have to start really understanding like what you're sentencing yourself to it's not about finding the right person it's about finally coming to terms with the one you've become mm-hmm. I, I assert like, human beings can fucking love anybody i've got fucking t-shirts that i love like authentically i love it like i can you know i do i like i get objects you know like guitars and you know, like, oh, oh, I love that thing um, <laughs> <laughs> I do um, and of course I love my wife and I love my children dearly but, but at the same time it was like a struggle for me growing up was uh, being able to say it like I couldn't get it out of my mouth and so I had to reinvent myself in my 40s to become a loving man because if I looked at who I'd been, like if you look in your relationship, you're being cynical, mm-hmm. right? And you're being cynical a lot more than you think you are.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And in those moments where you catch yourself being cynical, you're like, hold on a minute. This is, I want this to be about love. I'm going to be fucking loving right now. Mm-hmm. I said I'd be loving and I'm going to do, I'm going to deal with this in a loving way, not a cynical way. Mm-hmm. You're already interrupting those patterns. You're already changing your pathway and for me when i when i I really started to take myself on like that it was expressing my love to people taking the time look them in the eye and say i love you and it was weird at the beginning you know it was weird as i felt as if somebody had taken over my body you know it's going
2: I it's like you, practicing hugs. I know the
1: therapist right. makes me practice hugs because I don't. Right? Like no, that's good. Kind of. It helps to yeah.
4: break down some of your default. Mm-hmm. What what in Mac kind of field of philosophy, ontology? It kind of breaks down some of your default ways of being and acting. Mm-hmm. So you're actively breaking them down. Um, therapists call it cognitive behavioral therapy, but it's been around for about two thousand years. But anyway. Um, Stoics the stoics were doing it. Um, but but behaving in ways that are more consistent with who you would say you are mm-hmm. in the absence of the feelings. For sure. So it's doing in the absence of feeling. So sometimes I might feel cynical, but I catch myself like, oh, I'm doing that thing that I do, and I'm about to make this relationship about that too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to love this person. And I might even say, listen, this is awkward for me. This is not, I am not comfortable right now. And I think we should, we should probably hug. Right? Like that's you dealing with yourself. Yeah. And by the way, if you start acknowledging things like that, that's one of the very few times in your day when you'll actually be being authentically you. Hmm. Instead of the you that you've kind of built up to try and make it in this life.
0: I have like w- one last question that just came from, you know, me saying that I didn't feel safe. When I look back on my relationship with my ex-husband or any relationship that was really um, my longer ones, but they were all abusive and I was so unsafe in those and the other ones right. I had pushed away. So, what is that? Is that like the, you have
4: to you have to prove it true? Uh huh. Ah, there you to go. Justify yeah. to justify yep. your cynicism. Yep. Center center. There you go. Wow. So you is- have to prove it is accurate, yep. then you can justify being independent and cynical. Like, yep.
0: I knew you're going to hit me because I'm not safe with you.
4: Here we go again. Yep. This is why I'm independent and cynical. Yep. Yep. So okay. ultimately, that's kind of like mm-hmm. what all human beings are driven to do. Mm -hmm. is to prove what they've subconsciously concluded to be true. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: So they prove it and then they overcome it. And then they prove it and then they overcome it. And then they prove it and they overcome it and they prove it and they overcome it and then they can die. Yep. Oh my God. And then they call it a life until you read some of my books and you're like, what the fuck, what am I doing? Stop. I want to go off. This is BS. I want to do something else. I want to be somebody else. And I say, you can be somebody else. You can actually be someone else, right? But you have to fully see, acknowledge, and take responsibility for who you've become first.
0: Damn, Gary, tricking, laying (laughs) the gauntlet! I just, I am obsessed with you. Thank you (laughs) so much. I'm going to read Love Untoed in every every other book right now. I'm going on Amazon immediately. And so is everyone that's listening right now. Um, awesome. but thank you. I, I appreciate your words and I appreciate, um, you s- grounding this conversation. Yeah. So thank you.
4: Yeah, you're welcome. And, uh, I just want to thank you for your generosity and sharing yourself with so many people because, um, you know, when somebody does that, when they kind of get a vulnerable, it makes a difference for lots of people. And so you can sit there knowing that you got a little something for yourself But at the same time, like, you should know that there's people out there who just got rocked by what you shared and how you shared it. And you're inspiring people to take themselves on and change their own lives. And, you know, that takes a lot, you know, because in this format and doing what we do, right, there's a lot of looking good. And there's a lot of like, you know, having to keep your shit together. And and I say, for what? You know, like, admitting you don't have your shit together is the new having your
0: I I am. <laughs> yes. Amen to that, yes. Gary. <laughs> well, thank mantra. you so much, babe. I appreciate it, and um we'll have you back on for sure. So, thank You're you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks, okay. All right. Bye, Gary. I'll work Bye on my guys. accents. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 Bye, honey. Thank you. See Bye.
1: Oh my God. Wow. Dang. I love him. Is my kind of like just therapist. Love. Like, like yeah. oh, I loved it.
0: I just like. Because I had to prove it over and over that I wasn't safe. Yeah. It's like that is
1: true. You had to prove it true. And then I'm like, yeah, Yeah, wow. Because we've always kind of wondered like, what is that? Like, why does that happen? Yeah. And it's, wow. I just like how it is because I'm I'm trying to go that way in therapy anyway now, but it's like really just looking at yourself. Yeah. Not why are things in this relationship doing this? Why are like, and that is just, it's powerful because if you just. Own yourself and take care of yourself and not what's Nick doing wrong or what's yeah. this person doing wrong yeah. or who, you know? Yeah. And we're all cynical. Like when he said that, I was like, yeah. Like yeah. about myself.
0: Yeah. He rocked me.
1: <laughs> that
3: was rocked good. I mean, that
0: was just, but like, but now it makes sense why I chose those types of people over and over again. Like, yeah. because I'm proving that I'm not safe mm-hmm. anytime. Oh, yep. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. safe. Told you. Mm-hmm. I told myself. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jana. <laughs> good job. You really proved it to yourself. <laughs> good on you, girl. <laughs> yeah, you did good. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to just go blow my nose now. So okay. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort E C O V A S dot and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair,
2: and many, many more.
1: Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
5: It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point, one of Drake's best friends.
1: Oh Lord have mercy on me.
5: Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night.